The Orphs, Mia, and Yurg hastily enter into a large and official gathering chamber with lots of bench-like seats all arranged around a pentagonal stage in the middle of the room. Uh, they are not the first to enter, but they're also not the last to enter, as many other finely and elaborately dressed orcs and orfs uh, all hastily enter into this room, all murmuring to themselves as there is a little bit of, bit of worry and panic, but maybe intrigue, as everyone finds their seats in the gathering chamber. Once everyone has found their spots, one of the orfs walks onto the stage in the center, uh, and he begins to speak to the congregation, and he says, well, Members of the Enchanted Families, thank you for gathering for in this short-notice emergency meeting as we are assembling meetings for us and, of course, for the Crystal Court and the tenders of tradition. As you all know, there have been some strange happenings going on in our fine kingdom uh, over the past couple of days. Uh, a couple of days ago, again, as you as you know, we lost contact with the Bawayu, as it seems they have lost their anima, but not just them, the entire region south of them seems to have gone completely animalless. Uh, strange, strange feat. Uh, last night, this may be news to some of you, one of the Whistone Mountains completely crumbled. Now, uh, uh, thank the five that there was one where there was uh, no neighboring communities and, 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 and villages, but it did interrupt trade networks and, of course, the local ecosystems. And, uh, and of course, the reason we're all here, uh, the reportings of sightings of Hanis Pentus himself uh, approaching the borders of our fair city. Uh, he, of course, has not been seen in... Well over a thousand years, Qu quite a, a monumentous occasion, and we've been gathered here to, to discuss, to, to figure out what our course of action must be as the officiants of this fair kingdom. There's much murmuring as this news is brought up, and yeah, people rush to some of the windows and making the sign of the five. As they do this, uh, in the, the murmur of their discussion, one final human enters into the room. The only human in this room. And he kind of shuffles past everyone. Excuse me, Scar. Get him away. And he uh, plops a spot, plops a seat, right in between Mia and Yurg. He's like, oh my goodness, this place is a fucking maze. I tell you what. Oh my goodness. First they tell me, go over here. Oh, we need you. Oh, go to the meeting of the Crystal Court. And I think, this is the Crystal Court, right? Yeah, I'm fine. Oh my goodness. Oh, and it's talking in Orcish. I don't know what the fuck he's saying. Uh, hey, can you guys, can you guys translate to me? And he's like tapping on, on Yurg's shoulder. Can you tell me what's going on? Because I, I have no idea. It has been a hullabaloo of a week. No, yeah, I, I get you there. Um, you're the ambassador, right? Yes, thank you. Oh my goodness, yes. I, I am Nobleman, sir, ambassador yeah. of Glenwood, uh -huh. and I have had a fucking week. Let me tell you, you know what I had to do? You'll never guess what I had to do all week. I had to talk to, like, every single person yeah. who said they were from Glenwood, which right. is a lot. Did you know that? There's a lot of them. I, I believe The only it. highlight, uh -huh. yeah, the only highlight was uh getting to see my friend Jonathan Bismarck, of course. That was pretty great. But other yeah. than that, it all sucked. What? Why didn't you learn Orcish if you're the ambassador? Hey, wait a minute. Did you say Jonathan Bismarck? Yes. Yes, I did. Uh, Yurik turns and looks at Mia, and he's just like, Binsnarch. 
That's oh, was that Bansnard? That's the same guy, right? And she then speaks in Nobleminster's language. We met Bansnarch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he. Oh no, shit. I mean, he was just traveling through through the jungle, and we we offered to help him out and bring him to here to Varden. Oh, you brought him here. Oh, that's cool. That Neil, that would explain. He said he was. Uh, I think he mentioned he was waiting for Rainer. And, you know, and so that's probably how he okay. got here first. He hitched a ride with you guys. Yeah, good old Rainer Bismarck. No, that's nope. not his fucking name. <laughs> Rainer Bjornsson. That's his name. They're basically brothers, hot, yeah. It's been a hot minute. Let They're me not. tell you what. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm sorry, who the, who's the fuck are you? Well, I He never. should probably be a little bit more respectful. He's one of the... One of the oldest and most well-venerated members of the Enchanted Families. I am Argon Shadowfang, and I will be respected as such. Oh, that's pretty badass. Anyway, you interrupted <laughs> me for a reason, Mr. Shadowtooth? Oh, boy. This Rainer you speak of. I know this name. I hail from the Beacon. And he was there. I, I, I know he was. He was speaking about this... this Mirjik... Oh, his his little group, the magicians, yeah. No, 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 no. They caused a bit of trouble, but they paid their dues in the kitchen. No, he was speaking of some <laughs> spirit. Some spirit of chaos, Mirjik. Oh, chaos. Yeah, he was set on a... Uh, I was just reminded of this by Jonathan. Uh, he was set on a mission to kill a chaos wizard. So, yeah, I, that makes sense. Well, it must not have worked, because he was definitely still very worried about it. Well, you know, he's, uh, he's from, he's from my neck of the woods, so he's probably, he probably knows a thing or two. He's probably got it handled. Wait, did you say spirit? I mean, isn't there a spirit? Isn't this why we're here? A spirit is here? So this Bjornsson is coming here to Varden, or he's already here, and there's a spirit that he's trying to fight, but also... Chaimus Pentis is here. Is that, does that seem right so far? That doesn't seem like a big coincidence, right? I think as they're murmuring and making these connections, the orf in the center says, Now, Mia, Yurg, Shadowfang, why, what are you discussing over here? We have important matters. We need to find any clues or, or <laughs> links that we can have to, to help us learn what's going on here. Fuck it. Yeah, Yurg stands up and Yurg says, Honorable speech giver, um... It has been brought to my attention that there is a contingent of people from Glenwood who may or may not be here in the city. I think there's a bunch of spirits coming to Varden, and that includes the reports of Hainus Pentis. I'm getting vibes that things are about to go down. <gasps> and Nobleminster stands up and says, I don't know what he just said. This is all an orcish. Oh it's God. all gibberish to me. Hi, Nobleminster. Um, but if I can have my two sets in here... How did you get this job if you don't speak any Rainer Orcish? Bjornsson, he's your guy. Find him. And uh, I think everything will be solved from there.
So technically, that was a cold open. Is that right? Yeah. So okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess technically, how we just opened this episode yeah. was a cold open, like right. in the actual legal sense, and everything else we've ever done. Yes. Beforehand was not a cold open. Not a so cold when open. I said no more cold opens, you lied. What I meant was no more fake cold right. opens, only real cold opens. Yeah, yeah. We actually did the opposite of no more cold opens, which is now only cold opens. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Wait. So is this the cold open? Oops. Yes. Yeah. This is this is how we're opening. This is how it's it's opening, Jake. This is oops. All cold opens. Yeah. Oops. All cold <laughs> My opens. Favorite Oreo flavor. They really got to stop <laughs> coming out with those. <laughs> well, welcome to back to Night's Quest, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, and we're just gonna jump right into it. All right. We got a lot of ground to cover, physically and yeah, uh, yeah, literally. Careful, careful. Uh, you don't hurt your feet when you jump right into it. Shut the. Okay. We see <laughs> Rainer. The fucking reaction. <laughs> Eloise, yeah. Jonathan, and Quiss, Leroy, Grorg, and Abiel, yes. along with PB and Chubb, are standing in front of the Bismarck, well, I guess not really a Bismarck anymore, the smithery <gasps> that belonged wow, to yeah. Jonathan's family, as they had just been, as Grilta had pointed up to Genis Pentis, who had pointed his gun <laughs> at the looming cloud that is Mirjik, with the rings of changing sky and they've been given their mission to get to the heart what do they do all right guys let's go and then rainer's gonna try to start running <laughs> okay does he just run in the direction of the big pink crystal yeah okay. when, when, when you said it that way it made me think that maybe that's silly but i think yeah unless it's really really far away jonathan says hey hold on wait stop do you know no. where you're going like at all well, can we see the crystal from here? Yeah, you can see the crystal, and yeah. I'm going to tell you this right now. You are by the coast at one end of the 100-mile city. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so, Raina, yeah. here's the thing about mountains. They yep. look a lot closer than they are, and they they just keep getting bigger when you get... that. We're not... Okay, we just got, give me a yeah, second. Yeah, but we got to get there, though, right? Just I hold mean, on. Give, okay. Just wait. And he runs inside, um, and there's like a clamor, and he comes back outside, and he, in one hand, he has the lazy river, which he throws into one yes. of his tweedles, and in the other hand, he has something, um, <laughs> and it's got <laughs> like a medium-length handle, uh, and the front end of it, it has this big okay. flat hammer end, and the back end looks like a mattock. Oh, no. And he throws that into the other Tweedle and goes, all right, we'll take the Hyperline. It's, let's go. I'll, I'll lead the way. Hyperline? You also, what, do you still have both of the, you know, never mind. I can ask that later. Let's go. <laughs> oh, the Hyperline. Oh, yes. I haven't been here since I was a kid. Let's go. <laughs> uh, so they all, so is Grilta still with us? What? Is Grilta still with us? No, this is Grog. <laughs> no, I know that's Grog. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to stay here. Okay. I'm not going yeah. with you. Bye. Thank yeah, that's you. right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Right. I'll handle things on this side. Yeah. Jonathan leads the, the group off to the local Hyperline station, which is the official name we're now calling the transportation system we introduced a couple episodes ago. They all hop on, and I'm going to say that there's not... I'm trying to decide if there's a crowd gathering to get on the Hyperline station. I'm going to say not yet. I'm betting there's probably more people getting off at the coast yes. where Hainas Pentis is. I'm going to say uh, one hasn't arrived yet. Okay. But there's you know, people kind of standing and picture like, you know, a train station where there's yeah. a little roof overhead, yeah. and little benches. Uh, but what I'm thinking 
uh, instead of a clock, there's like a half circle with a needle that is slowly yeah. coming downwards. Ah, okay. And you can see that there's some little increments in between, you know, at the half and the quarter marks. Sure. Um, and you can see that you are at halfway, about halfway. So you got a, got a couple minutes as everyone else is mainly staring at Canis Pentis at the coastline. <laughs> yeah. So I think Jonathan like quickly turns to everybody and goes, okay. What did I miss? What, what, I thought, I thought we had, I thought, what is going on? How to summarize this? Um, so we went to the cave to fight the heinous beast. We succeeded at that, met the spirit of heinous. Uh, he told us that he would agree to meet us at the mountain where heinous Pentus was trapped. So we went to go find him. We tried to make our case. I ended up setting him free, uh, because apparently my hero powers can do that. And he's going to help us fight Mirjik. Also, he has a gun. Um, I think that's all the big ones. Oh. Also, me and Eloise are a thing. Yeah, him and Eloise are a thing. Uh, Jonathan is like looks back and forth between them, and he, like he looks at Gorgon <laughs> and Eloise and goes, "Great, what's a gun?" <laughs> uh, we'll go over to Canis uh, Pentis oh, that's pointing his gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can only say it like that. I can't just say it like gun. a gun. That's the gun, and he points it at Mirjik, and I'm gonna make a dice roll. Oh, love this! All right, oh boy. I'm gonna say Our first gun. Can roll. someone actually roll another yellow for me? Because I yeah. think he's got more than two proficiencies in gun. You got Jake. Yep. Okay. Oh boy. Um, I'm gonna make it a difficulty four, one red, one setback. Okay. Because he's still a little woozy. I feel like every dice roll these last couple finale episodes is just gonna be twelve dice. <laughs> it's yes. like everybody stop for a minute. We gotta calculate all this shit. Okay. So then we have. A success, an advantage, and a triumph, baby. All right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Holy okay, shit. So this... I wasn't expecting this first hit to actually go well. All right. Yeah, okay. And Janus Pentis standing in the bay, holding his gun with both hands, aims it at this dark cloud rushing towards the city, and he says, Spirit of Mjorgic, Lord of Chaos, Six-Armed Cow, the most despicable of all the Phalon. I shall squash you like a flea, and magic shall be no more. He just points the gun and just fires it at Mirjik, oh and just, just this lightning, these missiles yeah, 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 are just yeah, yeah. shot out, just hurling at light speed at Mirjik, and it just a perfect hit. Absolutely strikes him right in the middle, and Mirjik comes crashing into the ocean. Like, this cloud just comes spiraling downward and slams into the water and skidding down beneath him, right in front of Candace Pentis, like, right at his feet. Heavy Pacific Rim vibes. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. As this water then, yeah, sla- you know, smashes into the coastline, ships are bobbing up and down, people are screaming, but Candace Pentis puts his foot on this dark, cloudy back of Mirjik, and he says, No, it is time for order to rule out against chaos before you've even had a chance to attack. And I'm going to say, so the triumph is going to be that he deals a lot of harm okay. to Mirjik, which I will be keeping track of. Does Mirjik have the same system of vitality that our mortal characters do? Maybe. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe. Sometimes. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, and the advantage is going to be, Jake, roll a d20. Okay. Uh-oh. That's a 20, my guy. Whoa. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. As uh, he's got his foot over Mirjik, 
you can just hear Mirjik kind of like turn his head and cough up some water that isn't the color water should be. Okay. As it's entering out of his dark cloud form. And he says, What's tall and old? It smells like a dusty fart. Your face. <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> his face is tall. <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> and I think with that, uh, this this is going to be the advantage. Is okay. that, uh, HP will do another move. He says, Speaking of my face, <gasps> we shall be removing yours now. Yes. And he reaches his hand down Damn. and like palms Mirjik's face. And it's cut back over to the group. <laughs> we don't even need to do anything. <laughs> okay. I want I really love how like in the episode where we were planning and talking shit out, he specifically said like the face and the identity is it's more of a concept. It's not like a physical thing. But then as soon as he's got Mirjik, he's like, I'm going to rip off your actual face. <laughs> <laughs> Gimme. Get yummy yummy. That's mine. Yeah. Uh so we're at <sighs> the Hyperline station. Yeah. And it's as soon God, as sounds cool. they it hear does. the thunder of this, of the shot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone's hair stand, like, arm hair stands on end a little bit. Like, the, the yeah. platform's, yeah. like, charged. Oh, even I could hear that one. God. Oh, yeah. And I think this definitely draws everyone's attention for maybe a minute as you're yeah. watching the scene play out as, as I just described it. And it's as soon as that's done that a skipping carriage lands right in front of you, a shimmering squirrel-like creature that's about uh, room for about maybe a full story tall. Uh, it lands in front of you and the creature disappears just leaving this rounded cube in front of you and the doors open up. Uh, Alright, get on, get on, get on. Go, 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 go. Get down. Shh, shh, shh. And he's like pushing. Go, go, go. Get, 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 get. This is amazing. I think Jonathan's at the front and Gorg's at the back pushing them in. Yeah, yeah. Alright, quick, sit down. Everybody sit down. You want to sit down. Don't stand up. You want to sit down. They have, there are handles and poles for standing up. Just sit down. Don't even, just sit. Trouble, trouble's not sitting down. One, because he didn't hear you super clearly, and two, because he is over the moon right now. He thinks this is the coolest shit ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no one else enters. No one else outside is concerned oh, about sure, going yeah. in. They are concerned with the thing that's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what? Uh, Jonathan immediately, like, when he sees nobody else is coming, he goes, uh, don't move. And he runs upstairs to, the like, the topmost level. Where yeah, the second floor. Yeah, where there's like there's like a couple seats right in front of like this huge window. It's like prime seating, and he's never gotten to sit there because it's always been too crowded. So they're all still down on the first floor and you're at the second <laughs> yeah, floor. Yeah, and I think yeah, it's it's only a couple seconds later, and the doors close, and you see the little half circle timer outside hit the bottom, and you all feel a pulse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit yeah, yeah. You. The timer springs to the other end, but you're not watching that as this little carriage comes to life literally uh, with a tail extending from one end and a head on the other, and your whole carriage lurches forward, <laughs> bounding quickly, rapidly what? across this Whoa! spectral Whoa! line. Whoa! Okay! Oh, okay! Oh, okay! <laughs> he's having a good time, but he's also very scared. <laughs> and you uh, begin briskly heading eastward toward the heart of Anima. Damn. Cool. You're now in this space. Yeah. And in a... space? <laughs> no, you're in this space. Oh, okay. What do you do? Uh, Jonathan goes back downstairs and goes, yeah, that was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure. Is this a, a, a creature? Is this a, 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 a construct of anima? Is this? Yes. Oh, okay. okay. Cool. Hey, nice. <laughs> I think. 
Actually, did it exist before they made the hyper? It has to, because it's named after the creature, the Hyperial. That's so. That's maybe. Oh, why does it have a box? <laughs> Actually, no, I don't know the answer to that. Jo- the Jonathan gives Rainer the the like eyebrows raised, shoulders up. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the most fun I've ever had, and also I feel sick at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, you get used to it. <laughs> I think Leroy, he's like glued to the window, like watching the scene yeah. at the bay. Yeah. Um, he's like, wow, is that, that's crazy. It might already be over. It's gotta be, yeah, that's gotta be Mirjik, right? I didn't, I didn't expect him to physically fall into the ocean. I just never crossed my mind as something he could do. Quiz is like also looking out the window and he said, it's not over. It's never that easy with Mirjik. We still have a lot to do. And he turns around and faces towards the heart of Anima. You're right. You're right. Okay, once we're there, the plan we kind of talked over was getting as close as possible so we're able to use the the power of the heart. And, I mean, I guess we're just going to try to hit Mirjik with, with big spells? I'm going to be honest, guys. There's not a whole lot more to it than that. Last resort, I'm putting the heart of Anima into Christopher, just so you're all aware. <laughs> time, time, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Time out. Hmm? Wait. I would ask if that's even possible, but at this point, I feel like that would be inviting the challenge. Hold on, the plan... I missed this part. I might have been sleeping or something. Oh, sorry. The plan is to put the the heart of Anima... Yes? ...into your your bag. And last resort. That's not the plan. That's the last resort. I want to be clear, that wasn't, like, everyone's plan. Um, I don't know. I don't think that'll work. Are we not all agreed on this? (laughs) It is much... I know you can fit a lot. In your bag. I don't mean this to sound rude, but was are, are you thinking you just, like, hold out the open end and just kind of, like, put it on the, the, the stone? What, what? I was thinking I'd, like, get up to the top and, like, kind of turn it upside down and, like, oh. and just know. kind of see what okay. happens. Oh, if you're going to climb the Heart of Anima, I want to do that, too, to be okay, clear. guys, I don't know if we should be... Guys, well, I don't know if we should be <laughs> climbing the... I don't know if we should be climbing the Heart of... Guys, I hope you understand, this has been... McGregor's like, a lot of things about the way I view the world have changed over the past couple of days. Like, you know, being in the literal hand of the most powerful god that I used to worship. Oh, yeah. You know, there's that. So, let's try not putting one of the other re- revered magical things in your bag. But I guess we did do that already, though, with Banus. But that's... <laughs> he, that's I guess that one's fine. I can compromise mentally that one. <laughs> It's just Banus. I can set my beliefs aside for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I changed my whole belief system. Yeah. That's the line. Yeah, I guess if, if the if the lover of, like, creation legends is also in there, I guess we should be pretty careful. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Forgot about that one. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I guess that's their plan, then, yeah. is get there, shoot a big spell. <laughs> yep. I mean, right. that was the plan from the beginning. John, well, I think Jonathan turns everyone, all right, on. what do I do? Yeah, uh, I got a question. What's with your... Um, Busted up Matic. Oh, it's not busted. It's actually, I was going to say better. Oh, too soon, too soon, too soon. It still does the the backwards thing, which is great. But I needed a hammer, and the only one that I had was a ball-peen hammer, which I have now learned is not very useful for the type of work that I was doing. <laughs> um, oh. So it's like part sledge, part Matic, all reverso, as long as you use in the back. So it's half reverse. You know what? Think about it the same way, but instead of a pointy end, it's got a big flat end. <laughs> I know this is literally not what we are talking about right now, but because you mentioned better, am I fired or I have a proposition? If you're done with the business, can I just have it? Mm, no, because, well, for licensing, but no. <laughs> I, oh, okay. There's, I, there's still, 
I got to fix some things. So, okay. you know what? It's, 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 well, well th- maybe maybe later we talk about this. Okay, what the, you're right. I mean, I guess... Next board meeting. It, next board meeting we'll discuss. Sure. Oh, that's awesome. I'm sorry, next? Or don't you mean first? First board meeting? Uh, last last board meeting of the better business. Last, let's do it. We do need to properly dissolve the, oh uh, the business. assets. We should also probably create the business. <laughs> Actually, um, not to, like, say we should wait for later, but it will be a couple of stops before we get there. Um, it was about seven-ish minutes between junctions, and it's going to be a couple connecting hyperlines to get there to the heart. So we could have the board meeting here in this Hyperial if you want, and then we'll just cut to a different scene when they do that. I think everyone else goes, please, please, no, please, I don't want that as my possible last memories. No, thank you. Sorry, did he say last memories? We could die. Oh, I guess that's fair. Because, because, because Leroy is watching the whole thing at the bay. He's like, guys, we, I don't know if y'all thought about this, but we could all die. No, I've definitely been thinking about that. Yeah. Like, pretty I've, pretty I've, much nonstop. I've thought about it. Yeah. So I think Jonathan says, okay, well, um, we're going to be there soon. So when you say... Uh, do big spells. What, what, what does that look like for you? Because, uh, Grog, I don't know if you've, how close you've been to the heart of anima, but it's not like something that you can, like, go up and, like, touch easily. It's not? Well, there's, like, a whole infrastructure here. It's, like, a big deal. Okay. Chris, Chris, tell them what you did last time. Last time I touched the heart of anima? Last time you touched <laughs> just the root. Oh, oh, the heart of animal. Oh, I whacked it really hard with Raider. Quick, give me your field. I can do this. <laughs> no, don't do it in here. Don't do it in here. Not not inside the thing that's transporting us. <laughs> right, oh, right. I, I I I hit it really hard until I like I like broke a piece off, and I shoved my arm in there, and I got really like supercharged, and I I let off some really really cool mantic. It was pretty cool, yeah. No, oh, yeah. Thank you. I actually wrote it all down, but it wasn't me. It was someone else. Oh, my God, Jonathan, I'm so sorry. Um, One, we... No, I mentioned it. I mentioned it oh, earlier. Okay, yeah. so he knows about Conquest, and he knows about the, the writer and the writer's assistant. Uh, well, no, actually, no. I didn't mention it that much, oh, but okay. a little bit. Conquest showed up, and we, we quist, I think, killed him? And then we found out that Oliver, the cabbage guy, back in Goldon, was actually the writer's assistant possessing a beal to make him write down everything. We kind of got in an argument with him. Um, I think the writer might hate me now. But anyway, you know, that's all in the past and we're moving on. And uh, Heart of Anima, yeah. What you were Damn saying? Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. And he takes out two gold pieces and hands them to Rainer. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, oh, for Oliver. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> for a second, I thought I thought it was a bet about the writer eventually hating Rainer. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No, that, that makes sense. I was so sure. That's whatever. It's not important. Okay. So <laughs> step one. Get Quiss somehow to the the heart of Anima. Do you think that people are not going to let us through? Like they'll be able to see what's going on from here, right? I mean, having having two uh, celestial titans battling it out in the bay doesn't necessarily grant access to the heart of Anima to outsiders. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. Uh, how can we convince I ass- them? I assume he like looks at Grog. I, I assume. You, no, you're correct. It's not uh, a thing you just go up to. But uh, let me handle this one. Okay, yeah. Let friend maker take it. But yeah, this sounds like it's right up your alley, yeah. Okay. As they're having this conversation, we cut back over to Mirjik laying in the water as uh, Genis Pentis is just 
palm in his face. And, <laughs> like a basketball. <laughs> like a basketball. And his just radiance is just like glowing over this whole scene. And like the whole sky now above, it, it was a, a far away, but now it is fully above where Hanus Pentis is and creeping over the actual city of Vardian. It's just these weird different skies. Right. And like some of the skies are like dripping or like yeah. things are falling out of them. Like if it the sky looked like chocolate, there's chocolate coming out. <laughs> just that's the sky that is kind of a nightmare yeah and so like there's different sh colors and shades of light as the different you know we've got the sunset light and we've got some moonlight and so all these different colors and are, are hitting upon the this scene and the reason it's taken so long is Hanus Pentas has been monologuing a little bit oh, during this okay. whole time. And he says, But a power that was not vested in me, brother, I do, but that I have had since I came upon this world. I shall now strip thee of your titles, strip thee of your memories, and you shall not be who you have been all these years. Is this just happening right now? He's doing it right now. And you can just... Well, I guess you guys can't see it. You're a bit farther away, but people who are closer can see that there is definitely, like, Hanus Pentis is, like, pulling on something as he pulls his hand away Whoa. from Mirjik's face. And you can see, like, a... Maybe like a shimmering silhouette of, of Mirjik's face as he takes it. And he's like crumbles it in his hand, opens it as just like mist, like powder comes out of his hand and just disappears what into nothing. The fuck? And he says, And now you shall be faceless. Jamie. Uh, yeah. Can you roll a d20? Okay. I rolled the number eight. Wonderful. What the fuck? Uh, Mirjik, who's still kind of laying on the ground, he goes, Oh no! You took my face! Oh, where'd it go? Oh, it's all gone! Oh, oh no, this is tragic! This is the worst day ever! Oh, wait! I forgot you're so stupid! You're a moron! And Mirjik, like, uses one of his six arms to start lifting himself up. He's clearly not doing hot, as he was shot by a gun. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right to the chest. Is he still cow form, and does his face still look normal, or did his face literally get changed or so ripped he, off? So he's, he looks like a dark storm cloud right, in okay. the shape of a of a cow, but yes, his face is is still there. Okay. Hannes Penta seeing this, he likes like... <laughs> Don't talk to me like this worm. And he grabs his face and he pulls it back again. He like crumples his Don't hand. Don't be rude. Dust again appears from his from his hand. Jake, can you roll another d20? What is happening? Doom, doom, 15. Doom. <laughs> no, you really are showing how dumb you are. You fully get this motherfucker. He thinks he's the big hotshot. He's the top guy of the five. Oh, but he's really just a tiny finger puppet underneath the control of the white hole. And he's oh, no. stupid. He can't see beyond his own imaginations. And Hanus Pentis grabs him one more time and you know pulls the face out one more and crumples it again. He's like, stop this nonsense, you foul cow. <laughs> Jamie, give me one more D20. Uh-huh. 14. Uh, roll that, it again. Uh, I was going to say, is that the same one? That's a 15. That's no good. <laughs> what the uh, fuck? Roll it again. <laughs> That's a 16. God damn it. Oh, that Wait, works. is that different? That okay. That plays. That works. All right. And now Mirjik has, has lifted himself up by the aid of three of his arms. It is clear that one of the arms is just not working anymore. It is clearly wow, just, okay. just limp on his side. And he says, 
Big heinous penis thinking that he's the hot shot around town. But you know what I think? I think you need to understand how your fucking powers work, you big doochas. That's right, I said it. I called you a doochas. Oh, no. That's right. You're nothing more oh, than an no. overhorned, glowing fat ass who got high off his own power just because he was the first one to think of the idea of saying I'm in charge. Oh, but oh, woe is me. I'm just a random cow. But you forgot how I, one of my specialties that you had trouble with from the beginning, the right trouble with from the beginning. And I think Heinous Pentis like tries to grab Mirjik's face, but Mirjik grabs his arm with his own arm, and he says, You tried to take away my face, boy, but you forgot. I've got more than one face. Yeah. Okay. We cut okay. back to the Yikes. main party. They've uh, made a couple of stops along the way. <laughs> uh, you know, after every seven minutes, it'll s- stop at a station. They have to get out, uh, and another one will come, and they get back on. Sometimes it's the same direction. Sometimes they need to take a different direction. Um, but thanks to the very helpful map systems at all the stations, oh, uh, they are able to get really close to the heart of Anima. And no one else is hopping on these trains. Really, <laughs> right. They're all going closer because... This is the wildest thing. You, you, they, there are orfs who are like trying to study this. They've got like books out. Right. You got right. Just regular people who are maybe just like trying to get home and avoid this. But a lot of people are just amazed. I feel like some this, of them yeah, are trying to battle. flee entirely. Probably. Like yes. this seems like a yes. really dangerous thing to some people. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan's like, man, you guys don't know how nice this is. I mean, honestly, <laughs> the, the, the morning rush is just. <laughs> there might be a couple people who hop on the ride to try to get farther away, but sure, for sure. the most part, it's mainly you guys. Right. And you get to a point where you are now closer to the heart of Anima. You're not right next to it. It's still okay. a, a little bit of a walk away, but it is, let me just say, you can feel it. There is a... Ooh, okay. Chris, this is not foreign to you. This is exactly the same feeling you had when you were plugged in, but now everyone feels this. There's a warmth. There's a vigor within you, as if you have eaten the healthiest meal, had the best night's sleep, and you are you just exercise like you are at your prime right now. Like you feel good. Like you are at your best emotionally, physically. Um sexually. And you can <laughs> sexually. It's all there, baby. It's all there. Firing on all cylinders. Oh no pun God. intended. <laughs> And you can see that around the heart of Anima, there is there are some buildings that are between you and the heart, and then it goes you, some buildings, and then some just natural-looking terrain. Maybe a couple of trees, but mainly mainly rocks at just at the base of this of this crystal. But otherwise, there's not really anybody impeding. There's people here, um, mainly watching. Some people rushing around, but otherwise, yeah, no one no one is stopping you from doing anything yet. What do you do? I mean, I guess. I guess we just get off the thing and start our way towards the crystal, yeah? Yeah. You start heading towards the crystal, and you get to a point that's like what I'm going to call like the tourist pavilion, where there's like a nice <laughs> little spot where you can stand, and you can see the heart, but you're still pretty far away. There's yeah, still some yeah. buildings, you know, further closer for, for study, and there are a couple of, I'll just say there's there's one orc guard who's there, standing in front of the, I'm going to say like a a boardwalk that leads closer to the crystal. Yeah, uh, he he turns and sees the party and goes, "Which one of you is Rainer Bjornsson?" Uh, and Jonathan says, "Ah, that'd be me." And uh, the the orc comes up and uh, he lifts 
that like he lifts the helmet off of Jonathan's head to reveal his hair. Ah, uh, yes, I was warned about you. And he plumps the <laughs> helmet back down, and he turns to Rainer and says, "Rainer Bjornsson." Yeah, yeah. Uh, the spirit of Mirdrik is attacking the. He's he's gonna come here. He's gonna attack the heart. Yes, we know. Follow oh. me. Whoa. Okay, this is awesome. <laughs> I think okay. Gorg, Gorg is kind of sitting there's like, oh damn, I was gonna do some uh, friend maker shit. <laughs> okay, I'll, say, oh, I'll no. say that for later. I'll do, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Fine. This this is good. The the guard like motions around a corner and like a small uh dispatch of like orc guards like comes out in formation around the party and he starts like leading them up the hill towards the heart. Yes. And I think as they do in Orcish, one of the other orc guards says, uh, "Oh, captain, is this is this Rainer Bjornsson?" This is this is him. He opens up one of his little like he has like a dark purple pad, like notepad, <gasps> and he starts writing down. We have located Rainer Bjornsson, uh, and we are heading towards the heart of animal. Okay, good. Uh, it has been communicated to the other guards of of the region. Ah, oh, okay. As as he's walking, he kind of like looks over his shoulder and says, "We know enough of Rainer Bjornsson, but what of the rest of you? What are your names? What are your skills?" Oh, man. They, they share, they <laughs> yeah, share their we got it, we got it. skills. <laughs> I see. So what do you need from us? That's a fantastic question. Hey, um, not to, like, be the poopy downer man, but, like, why, why you got, how do you know about us? Why are you helping us? Oh, tales of your exploits have reached far and wide. Oh, that's probably not a good thing. Well, if I'm honest, you're not a quiet group. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Pretty much every place you go, you leave <laughs> some sort of something happening. Oh, and someone finally put all the pieces together. Indeed. Who was it? Well, um, <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd say it was a group effort. Um, oh, good. I'd like, you to, embarrassed. I'd, I'd like to say it was a group effort. I don't know why you're embarrassed about it. Like, it's not like you were there. <laughs> no, it's, Did you do it? No, no, it wasn't an. It wasn't a, any orc, actually. <laughs> oh, that's why you're embarrassed. Yes, uh, it was the it was the ambassador from Glenwood in in conjunction with two oh. of our uh, and two orcs. I didn't know we had an ambassador at Glenwood, huh? Oh yeah, Noble Mintz is here. I'm oh, sorry. so you know him, Jonathan? You have to be fucking kidding me. I, I wish I was. Who's, no, hold on a second. Who's Noble Mindger? Oh, you have to meet him. Jonathan, is that the guy you impersonated at the Sun Festival? Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, my. Good times, man. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. He's still pretty jazzed about that, actually. Uh, anyway, the heart of Anima? <laughs> yes. We can't just let this be a recap episode. Things have to happen, y'all. <laughs> I'm not familiar with your uh, writerist terms of time. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> Perfect. But away we shall go. So they are escorted to, down the yeah, boardwalk, yeah. Uh, to some buildings where they're like, I think even more orcs are, are brought out and some orfs too. And some like, a lot of them are like dressed to the nines and not like plate mail, but you can uh, okay. tell in like magical armor. Yeah. Like these, these dudes got it fit. I think some, it's like some of the armor I'm going to say is like holographic or it looks spectral, right? Maybe it's not like for physical protection, but yeah. magical mm. protection. And we and we do our best to answer that question of what do you need from us? Like we're gonna get oh, there, yes. we're gonna post up as close as we can. We're gonna use anima to try to essentially beat up the spirit uh, to the point where we can destroy his form. One of the one of the components of being a spirit. Yeah. 
how high and close can you get us to the crystal? Like, is there a platform that we can stand on and touch <laughs> the crystal? One of the, like, Orf scholars who has a, I'm going to say a Bawayu scepter. Like, not just a wand, like a Ooh. full scepter. He's, he's got, like, one of them, like, curly Q mustaches and, like, long, long beards. So he, he knows his shit. <laughs> this guy, he tries to speak it in, in your language, and he says, There is one station for research by the base of the crystal. We can go there, touching the crystal. There is no base. We do not get this close. No need has has we had for this. Oh, boy. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Strength of the anima will be strong still. Does that mean we don't know exactly what's going to happen and it might be dangerous? Um, I think it like looks to some of his colleagues and they say, We have not tried due to respect and due to our history. When one becomes too powerful, it is danger. Oh, boy. <laughs> Quiz goes, well, I already did that, so I'm not worried about it happening again. <laughs> How you do this? How you do this? Well, it, uh, it's boy. a long story. <laughs> you know what? This isn't a recap episode. Let's just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they, they get to the base of the crystal, and I think, well, not the base, but, like, pretty dang close, where now it's at a point where, like, the, the heart of anima is looming over you because it, yeah. it comes out at an angle and so it is yeah, now above yeah. you and it, it points towards the bay where you still see these two have been struggling for, for a little while together these two spirits right. and all the other orcs and orfs from Varden are lining up, you know, they're getting their weapons. Some of them are getting wands. Some of them are getting other magical contraptions. Oh yeah. Um, they don't, I don't think they have any siege stuff. I don't think that would make sense to have. Right, probably not here. A lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, not here. But they're just all kind of lining up. We know of your plan. What would you have of us? We will try to keep him away from the heart as long as possible. Do you have tactical plans? Where should we station the troops? <laughs> oh, actually, this is Okay. This is where Abiel, this is where Abiel comes in. Oh, okay. And he says, do you have a question about how to organize your people? <laughs> yes. How shall we organize our numbers? How to administer <laughs> the resources? <laughs> and Abiel smiles and he says, Now this, this is more my cup of sukma. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> all right, all right. Yes, okay. I was not planning this, but this is great. No, absolutely. Uh, I'm yeah. going to have Abiel a, a make... A accounting. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I'm gonna make it tough though because this is this is war. Yeah. So he's got a skill war of four, and changes. I'm just gonna say it's danger accounting. <laughs> difficulty four. All right, with one red, but I'm gonna give him a boost because yes. like gotta give him. A if boost. he said something moronic, like they would still want to help. Like he's got <laughs> the guy there. Yeah. Can we help in any way? Uh, yeah, we can try. Where? How would you help? <sighs> That's such a good question. You don't need to have a move to do it. Like, just what would you... Like, how would any of your characters be helping with this? Oh, yeah. Um, Rainer just makes it official. He's just like, yeah, any deference you you would give to me, any wanting to listen to me for advice, put that on him. This man mm. knows 
strategy. This man knows organization and logistics. He's going to be in charge of this. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Please, yep. please, will... whatever you do, stop asking me what we're doing. Take all, <laughs> take all responsibility off of my shoulders and put. Thank you. Please. I prefer to think of it as being good at seeing others' strengths. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer to think of it as micromanaging. <laughs> I, I think I've said since season one that Rainer's biggest character strength is recognizing that he has more competent people around him. <laughs> Delegating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> the dice roll is a spicy one. Ooh. We have, <laughs> of course, just like Sukma. Yeah, yeah. Four failures. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Two advantages. Oh, and a triumph. Doesn't that make it an instant success? Well. Nope. It doesn't. It just counts as a success. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so technically three failures. So he was tasked with the plan to create a battle strategy. Yeah. That was his task. His failure is that he maybe has a hard time... Articulating? Hmm. Yeah, articulating yeah. his plan and, and just communicating it in an effective way. And so what ends up happening is the commander just takes over okay. anyway. And he's like, okay, I, you know what? This is just taking too long. I got the gist. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll, we'll just go in some default scenarios. Um, but what I'll do with that for the triumph is that the commander will see that Abiel does have the good ideas. So okay. this wasn't like a, oh, you have failed us. Um, it's just you're not going to be doing this. So okay. I'll make that one advantage. A second advantage can be that uh, the commander will ask, I think he'll ask Rainer one more time, just where do you want the party to be? I'm taking care of my dudes. So you're not in charge of my dudes. Hmm. I'm in charge of my dudes. Okay. And for the, tri- I'm going to actually, I'm going to save the triumph. Does Abiel even have a triumph move? Uh, he's gonna. Yes. I'll excellent. Excellent. Love that. Honestly, Mirjik is not above trying to make us look stupid by just going around the back and attacking from a different angle. So we might need to worry about being ready from all directions of the crystal. Like Mm. he might just think it's hilarious to try to jump around and, and yell, ha ha, gotcha. And hit a spot. We're not looking, you know, we might have to surround it. Is that even feasible? The, the, the captain looks around and says, while we do not have a hyperline that runs any further, we do have a cable car that runs to the peak of the mountain. Mayhaps that will give you the vantage point you need, and will get you closer to the heart. We might need to. Quiz. Yes. If Mirjik can fly and change forms and teleport, that means he can probably hit the heart from any angle. And if we can't physically stop that by being standing all around it, is there any kind of protection we could put up? Is there any kind of... Uh, here's a super-powered spell to defend the heart, or anything like that. I have an idea. Okay. If you could get me to, like, the top of the crystal, yeah. I might be able to keep him away for a little while. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, um, do you think we should use the cable car? Do you think we should go to the top of the mountains? Uh, I mean, that's probably the, cl- the the quickest way. Okay. The cable car is not large enough to fit your entire party. Okay. I guess uh, me, me and Eloise can stay down here. Okay. Trouble, I'm assuming you're with me, Quiss. Uh, <laughs> I guess we're going to do that. Does anyone else think they'd be able to fight or figure things out better from, from a higher vantage point? I have no reason to go up top. I think I, I, I need to... I have a plan, but I just cannot... Uh, I, I need to process. I need to think more on it, but I need to stay here. I'm just a guy. You know, like, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think that I could do anything better from up there, so I think I'll stay. I think Leroy, he, he's kind of like nervous and he's like, I don't, I don't think I should go up. Yeah, no, I get that. 
I think Rainer Rainer claps him on the shoulder. Um, he's like, good good thinking. Like trying to be trying to be genuinely supportive about it. You know, <laughs> I didn't mean that to sound. I didn't mean that to sound snarky. <laughs> As I think you guys are separating and, and you do yeah. that, and I think the rest of the group leaves and it's just kind of Leroy and and Rainer, and he says, "I'm sorry, Rainer." Uh, do we have anything analogous to an insight check in this game? <laughs> uh, you could do camaraderie. Yeah. Okay. Because I am hoping. Dearly, dearly hoping that Leroy is simply feeling bad about everything that has happened so far <laughs> and not and not doing a final 15 minutes of the movie. I'm sorry, where he's about to do some wild shit. Mm, mm. Um, what do you want me to roll for difficulty? Uh, make uh, It's difficulty three. OK, I got in a boost because he's your friend. Love that. Love that. Successes and failures evened out. I did get two advantages. Okay. So I guess I failed. So then your goal was to like figure out what this I'm sorry is. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so for that, you will fail on that insight reading. But with the... Oh, that in itself is kind of sad that Leroy says that and Rainer is just at a genuine moment of like, I don't know. I'm gonna, Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. it, the, the heat of the moment. Yeah. Just kind of like things are going fast. I'm going to say... Two advantages, though. He, just because I think this is spicy and I want to see what this does in the future, he gives you more special bread. And then he walks away. Okay. Interesting. I'm sorry. Here's a gift. Bye. <laughs> yep, yep, that sounds... Yeah, and Rainer doesn't have time to, to respond because Leroy's already walking away, yeah. You guys uh, get in the little cable car. And it's, I'm not going to say it's like rack shackled and dingy but it definitely is one of those things that was made a while ago and just isn't used very much they've never had a reason to update it yeah you know what i think this is cute uh one of the hyperials which is what i've called these squirrel beings there's like a small one on top in a wheel that appears when you get up there (gasps) and then like runs in the wheel and that's how it runs (laughs) up the cable yeah and this one is not powered by a pulse because you're that freaking close. It just is there. It's just constant. Yeah. When a pulse hits here. Oh, it's probably wild. It hits. I would say there's even like for like Grorg, when a pulse hits, his muscles grow for like a second. They're Whoa. Just like, it's going to be bigger. real uncomfortable. <laughs> but it's not. But it's not. It like feels it feels like, and that's the way I was supposed to be. Like, that's like... Interesting, whoa. okay. So, when, before, when Quiss was by the root, and he was, like, charged with anima, he had, like, this yeah. crackling orb, this star, kind of mm-hmm. floating in between his hats. <laughs> when he's this close, it's, like, viscous. It's, like, liquid. It's, Weird. like, like, okay. ferrofluid. It, it's, like, <laughs> flowing and spiking, and... Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Okay, so they're going up the little cart. Yeah, Rainer turns to Trouble, and he says, like, oh, right, um, Trouble. And he kind of hefts Endbringer, and he says, I've never fought with anything but a shield, and I think you're stronger than I am. Do you want to give it a shot? And Trouble says, holy shit, I guess, you know what, it beats a bow staff, and Trouble is going to take Endbringer. Okay, yes, yeah. okay, great, okay, he takes Endbringer. This is the coolest educator stick I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, as they're going up, and as the rest of the party is forming down at the base, we are back in the bay, and I'm going to say that Genus Pentis will have attempted to remove a few more faces. Uh, give me some more... <sighs> So the one that we were just on was number 13. Wow. Or, or 16. Are, Sounds... are his are his roll 20 personalities actually being destroyed right now? That's kind of awesome. Jake, give me another 20. Six. Six. Uh, so there's a moment where everyone hears this 
the cloud gets even redder and he says, You cannot stop what is already in motion. This is Mirjik speaking. Oh. Like, I am the most powerful of all the spirits, the unpredictable, the unknowable, the greatest fear of the writer. It's giving Genie Jafar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, very Genie Jafar. Uh, give me another d20. Yeah, I got a 20. Okay, we've done that one again. Okay. We're, we're running low on that. I got a three. Okay. So he gets back to, and he and he says, No, good old penis pentis. Uh, excuse me. Penis, penis. <laughs> got him. Got him. As you really were named Damn. I think it's time that you finally get out of my way and let the real show begin. Hanis Pantis is standing firmly on both feet, gun in his hands, and Mirjik is, is facing him, one arm limp, and you can tell he's still kind of swaying a little bit. His The cloudy chest is just thin. It's more transparent than the rest of him. Mm, okay. And Hanis Pantis says, I shall not budge. You will not get close to this heart. You shall not change what has already been set in motion. You shall not pass. <laughs> Let's do another dice roll. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was going to lie and say it was this one, but it's not a joke. It was a 17. Genus <laughs> Pentis, I just want to say that standing here, you are in my way. And now you've made me go to my last resort. I have to make you. And then he swings his arm and slaps Genus Pentis, and he says... Teleport. Yeah. And Hanus Pentis disappears. <laughs> what? And is teleported somewhere else and is that just works? gone. <laughs> oh god, okay. Oh no. <laughs> Mirjik then looks up at the crystal. Jamie, give me another twenty. We'll see if you hit one that still is present. I keep rolling threes. That works if you rolled another oh, three, that's fine. Oh, okay. We still have that one. We, he didn't remove that face yet. He says, Alright. Here I come. And as he starts flying, it wasn't as smooth as it was before. It was it's definitely a little more swayed as he's as he's injured. And you can tell that with each pulse it does push him backwards. He he then is rescinded backwards. And so you all now at the top of the crystal, you see Mirjik now trying to fly towards you. Uh, as he's kind of zigzagging towards you, being pushed back, you know, every seven minutes. But it's clear that after this pulse, at his speed, he might get here bef- even before another pulse hits. You don't oh, know. Oh boy. Hey there, Questies. It's me, Nathan. Thank you so much for listening to episode 44 of season three. And no, the episode isn't done yet. I'm jumping in here in the middle of the episode to give you the announcements because they're very important. And I want to make sure that everybody hears them. The big announcement is that you are listening to part one of our four part season finale. So what that means is after this episode, there will be three more episodes left in the season. That's it. I can tell you the number. It's three more. That's it. And then the season's done. Um, and we're considering them all part of the finale. It's a four-part finale because they're all big. They're all exciting. They're all epic. And they're all <laughs> they're all finale-level worthy. Um, so you're listening to the first part of that finale with three more to come. The next episode will come out in two weeks, December 2nd. And that'll be part two of the finale, and it'll be just as crazy as you will uh, soon find out. The finale, it's its here, it's happening. And because we're in the finale zone, I gotta remind you of our postseason Q&A. You can send in those questions right now. You know, message us on any of our social media sites, Facebook and Instagram. You can just comment 
leave a post on Reddit. Uh, I think it's r slash Knights Quest Podcast is our subreddit. Patrons, you know, you can send us a link on the Discord. Or you can send us an email at knights.quest10 at gmail.com. All questions are welcome. I get it. Some of you are waiting for the end of the season to send in your questions. You can do that too. But if you got just like a general question and you're thinking of it right now, send it in. We'll add it to the list. Uh, if you are catching up, if you're binging, if it is still the year 2022, it's not too late to send in those questions. So send it in. Let's do it. Now, speaking of patron, got to give a shout out to all of our patrons who make this show possible. Thank you guys so much for your love and support. And a big shout out to our better tier patrons, Mike, Lowell Long, May He Reign, and those dang high elves again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You can join the ranks by heading over to kqpodcast.com, clicking on Patreon. We get tons of bonus episodes. Uh, the November episode is currently being voted on right now. So if you join today, you can get a say in what the next month's episode is going to be, which is a lot of fun. A lot of good options on there. Uh, I also have a gold star I got to give out. I know I've given you one before, but you have earned another one. Uh, this week's gold star goes to any tumbleweed for keeping the Reddit just thriving. I mean, really keeping it alive. Uh, and this week, they, I think, posted like six different fan arts on there. Super great. We love to see that. All three of us just love seeing fan art in, in any posts on the subreddit. So gold star for you, any tumbleweed. We're so glad that you're enjoying the show. Uh, yeah, I think that's really all I got to say. Uh, we're in the finale. Three more episodes. Send in those questions. Uh, go to kickypockets.com, Patreon, Gold Star. Yep, that's everything. All right, that, <laughs> now enough of that. Let's get back to the story. What do you do at the top? Because they, they end up on, like, part of the mountain. It doesn't... The cable car doesn't let them off on the heart because, right. like, why would it? And so he, like, waves his hand at Trouble. Like, they start climbing the crystal. <laughs> oh, boy. And, of course, Trouble's faster. <laughs> and I think maybe he Cannot probably... Cannot express how jubilant Trouble is to climb right. a giant magic crystal. Yeah. I'm going to say, for all three of you, though, yeah. you... Again, you've gone up in elevation... But you don't feel that mountain yeah. air wheeziness. Like, you actually feel like you can maybe even run farther than usual. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, Quiz, they, like, reach the peak of the crystal, and the entirety of Varden is laid out in front of them. And there's this pink mist, too, that is Ooh, coming okay. from the crystal that is now, like, at your feet. There's this, like, smooth gemstone face that you're standing on. And Quiz looks at Rainer. And like motions at hit at Buttercup. Uh, you know what? I trust my friends. Rainer gives him Buttercup, and he just just starts swinging. Wow! Oh, oh are my we gosh. trying to break it? Are we trying to break through the crystal? Quiz is trying to hardline this thing. Just <laughs> Even like though he's already it. juiced. Yeah. Oh my god. Holy he's shit. trying to Holy use he, he want he wants to be as powerful as possible to try and ward off Mirja. Okay. Wow. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. okay. Um we got to dice roll this fucker. <laughs> I'm going to say for any skill roll right now from where he's standing, you are up one. Okay. So for okay. everybody as on top of this. So for Quist, you're making a strength roll, right? Okay. You're trying to break through this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is going to be a difficulty 3 purple and a red. Because he's trying to break the heart of Anima. Well, that doesn't bode well. <laughs> you're not a very strong boy, are you? Does giving him my shield count as a boost? Um, do you, like, help him in the swinging? 
<laughs> uh, I guess I could play. <laughs> I could play a song while this is happening. Yeah. You, go. Right. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> the only one of these that like bolsters people doing something difficult is never gonna give you up. <laughs> yep. So you play Raider that? plays Rick Astley. <laughs> uh, it does not use a DP. Oh my Hell god. Yeah. The uh, Raider Raider the Echomancer is standing at the top of the world playing fucking never gonna give you up. <laughs> Alright, Quiz, add a boost then. Yes, excellent. Everything cancelled out except a failure. Okay. That's what it was gonna be. <gasps> yes. Until I rolled the boost. Yes! No! And it was just two successes. Yes! No oh way. my god, yes! Are you, Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm not I'm not fucking kidding. Do you want me to send you a picture? Yes! No, I believe you. Oh, this is Richard the best. of Astley saves the day. This is beautiful. Okay, <laughs> Quiz, as this beautiful song is just played from the top of the heart of anima itself over the entire hundred mile city. <laughs> you slam the shield into the gem. And I think the first one doesn't do much. And then you slam it again as, as the song continues to rise. And you slam it. And you feel your your muscles in your arm actually getting stronger with each swing. Oh my god. And as you, as you realize that you are never gonna give up <laughs> on this. And you're never gonna let it down. Never. And you swing and you see one singular crack. It's not long. It's maybe about just a, a couple inches oh wide. My god. Just gonna, this crack in the gem, but you can smell the anima. Like it's just like I'm not even gonna try to describe it, but it is it is good. Like like fresh baked bread or like a, a warm summer's day or like rain in the ground, like just good smell coming out of this crack. And Rainer, you can smell it too, and you yeah, can yeah. just you can just feel it trouble as well. Sure. Mirjik is now sidewinding even closer. So Quiss, he reaches up into his top hat and he takes out the YU wand. Yep. Love it. And he sticks it into the crack and this pink aura completely surrounds his body. Yeah, His yeah, eyes yeah. just go completely blank. They're just this electric pink. Oh. His whole outfit and his hats are greener than they've ever been and that kind of flowing viscous anima that's been floating in between his two hats solidifies and calcifies in that moment into a solid crystal of anima in between his hats and he reaches he pulls the wand back out of the crystal and levels it at Mirjik alright alright and he says sweep <laughs> no no Chris, I need you to roll. Yeah. I need you to roll spellcasting with, as I said, a plus one stat from being in this presence of the crystal. Okay. I'm going to say from what you just did, two boosts. I mean, for sure. Yes. And um, I'm assuming you already have two yellows, right? Oh, yeah. Because hold on. How many dice is that then? Five dice? Seven dice. Uh, yeah. Because yeah, I seven. can do math. Yeah. Difficulty will be... <laughs> Three purples and a red. Because they're so high up and, like, the wind is all around them at this elevation, Trouble's like, I didn't quite hear him. Did he say sweep or sleep? Honestly, I'm not even sure at this point. Both are good. Maybe. I want you guys to hear this. <laughs> oh, that's kind of the point, isn't it? This this metric fuck ton Jake, of dice. before you roll, I yeah. do need to know, which one are you intending to do? Sweep. Sweep? Yes. Really? Okay. We will elaborate... What an when interesting we see. answer I've been given today. Dice. 
So, like, isn't the lover still in there? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think so. Fuck it. Anarchy, I guess. Let's so do this. So what we're left with, my, 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 my cohorts, is three successes and two advantages. Nice. nice. Really? Okay, Whoa, so... okay. I'm going to say three successes, two advantages. <laughs> I don't know what you were intending by the word sweep in this spell. Quiz, is, I, quiz I will give went you, up there with the intention of getting Mirjik away from the heart. And okay. keeping him away from that. That was, that was his intention when he got up there. I'll say with two advantages, this... I mean, I can't be an asshole about this. It does what you want it to do. Okay. So, Quiz levels the wand at Mirjik, and he says, Thweep. It's like he fired a gun. There's this recoil as the, the anima surges through him, and he has to bring that back into... Not necessarily control, but into focus... And as he's bringing the wand back in the direction of Mirjik, this pink beam extends out of the wand and branches out in the end into the shape of a giant straw broom. And he just slaps the shit out of Mirjik and sends him hurtling back across Varden. Oh, having it be made out of straw, that's particularly good for Mirjik. Oh, the poetic justice is not lost on me. Okay, so you're trying to send him backwards, not like sideways, like backwards. Right. Back to the pit from whence you came. <laughs> it is effective in that regard where you smack him, and I'm going to say that does even more harm. Um, I'm going to say another one of his <laughs> arms are like, he'll he'll crash back into the ocean from whence he started. And when he gets back up, you can see that just like, damn, like half his body, the arms are, are limp, and he's kind of like drooping a little bit. And he's definitely not the same size he was when he began, but the sky is still rippling in its form. And I'm going to say, too, back down at the base, one of the orcs goes up to the commander and says, Commander, we have been receiving um, records and reports that across the city, strange things are, are beginning to happen. Not much, but some people okay. have reported um, their animals transforming, body parts changing colors. <sighs> it's just like what we heard happening in the gate, sir. Wow, oh. just from him being near, not even, like, consciously doing a big thing, just from him being around. But I'm going to say this has definitely bought you guys some time and has hurt Mirjik, but he will get back up again. Jamie, give me a 20. We'll see how he's feeling now. That's a 13? He takes the two f- still-functioning arms, which are, like, on the same side, and he says, This fucking bitch. <laughs> he thinks that he can just smack me? And beat me? You should know better than this, Chris. I got, <coughs> I got more in me, still, boy. And he like jumps and like doesn't fly, and he like jumps again and then starts like like sputtering, flying closer. <laughs> Y'all ain't done with me. And he's still coming closer. We'll go down to the the bottom. Got Eloise and Grorg. And Leroy and Abiel and Jonathan. I, yeah, I think the commander turns after what uh, Quist just did and says, So if you can do anything like that, <laughs> uh, sir, uh, the answer is going to be a no for me. And you? Not sure yet. And you? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say, because I don't know. So I'm just going to say no. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm still working on my uh, plan. I've, I've got, I, it's there. I've had, it's going to be really good. I just got to. I'll put some dots together. I think I've got this, though. Um, and Leroy says, I, uh, I think you gotta shoot him. That was the plan, right? Shoot him down. With what? 
your magic spells. You can do magic, right? You got wands and stuff? Uh, uh, y- yes, of course. And he, he turns to that one super sick-looking mage with the staff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he, like, barks something in Orcish. And the sage, the sage nods. And he, like, goes to all the other sages and wizards and magicians and artificers that they've got laying around. Yeah, and yeah. Magi and all of them. And they just, like, go from, like, they were all pretty old and wizened, and then they, like, strike their, like, fighting stance, and they've got their wands and their scepters and their orbs and their amulets and everything just all pointed, and they all, like, breathe in. And their rings. And I think, no, this is it, (laughs) as Mirjik is flying towards them, the, the mage in the front, he breathes in, and he holds up his hand, and he counts down five, four three, two, and he points as a pulse emits from the heart, and they all shoot at the the same time at Murgic. Oh, okay. Man, these fuckers, I don't think they even need a roll. I think, because with the pulse by their side, (laughs) they all just cast a, a flurry of blows of all kinds of magic, and the other guards do the same thing. Quiss, up top, you see this. Do you cast another blast at this sucker? Yeah, well, this time, uh, Quiss is going to stow the wand, and he's just going to go at him with the uh, the dragon spit ring. You know what? Roll it. This is cool. I want to see how cool it is. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say difficulty's only three at this point. Still seven dice. Oh, my God. I just want to see how spicy this fireball is. Well, it's pretty spicy. Three successes and two advantages. Yep. Quiz is like yeah. a really good at magic. Yeah. No. I'm going to say, because it's on your middle finger, right? Your metal yeah. middle finger? Yeah. You extend your metal middle finger, and I'm going to say that in this moment, just because of for flavor, the ring, like, which is also metal, like, melds with your finger, and your finger then extends oh. to become like this dragon wings furl out, and this metallic, Whoa. like, almost, you've never seen a dragon. You can imagine this is the size it would be comes out and rears its head and, and just blasts fire down as all these other spells are being shot from below and just pinch on Mirjik as he comes flying in and will just crash at the ground right in front of you guys at the base of the heart and you can see that he is smoldering you can't tell if the smoke is from the fire or if it's the remaining cloudy embers of his body floating away but there is not much left of him left. Quiss, he's gonna try to fly. Okay. Pardon? Okay. Quiss wants to get, like, up close and personal with Mirjik, but he's... Oh, like, get down? Yeah, but he doesn't want to take the cable car, because that takes time. <laughs> yeah, that's not dramatic. <laughs> what spell would you wager you can somehow, through sheer awesomeness, turn into a flying spell? <laughs> Summon Jingle. And how what does that mean, and Jake? How, how will that help you fly? Is the jingle that gets summoned like a song for Rainer? Yes. <laughs> like it's a mus- it's a it, musical it, it magical like transfer. It calls into being sheet music for Rainer to play. Oh, that's so good. Can we do it, please? Can and, we do and, it? And gives Rainer a flying so- spell. A flying song. Can we? Okay, please, so, Dad. So, can so we you dad? Are, you're. Oh, so I get it straight. You're gonna play a song. Yeah. You're gonna cast a spell. That creates yep. a song that Rain will yep. play that lets him fly. Yep. And it could be I'm Like a Bird by Natasha Benningfield. <laughs> I don't know this song, but I'll have to look it up. Or okay, sure, it, sure. Or it could be uh, Free Bird. Or <laughs> there's, there's lots of options. There's many options. Okay, let's go. Just Okay, roll, roll, muse, roll, roll spell casting. It's finale zone. We're, we're tying up the episode here, folks. 
<laughs> the guitar solo of Freebird is gonna be out of fucking ocarina. <laughs> all right. Just let me know if it's success. That's all. I Difficulty. What? I don't even know what you fucking rolled. Oh, Three, no. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Right before this happens, Trouble is like, "Wow, I, I kind of thought he would make it up here. He's got, he's got like a sword drawn. He's like, I kind of thought he was gonna come up here. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a success we, with four advantages. Okay, should great. We, like, you know what, Rainer? Should we like four get advantages? Back into the cable car, I guess, or maybe try to climb down. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's happening. What happens is Quish <laughs> yeah. plays this song, Summon Jingle. Yeah. And normally, it's created a song. <laughs> in everyone's heads. But what it does for Rainer is he like look I'm think Quist like looks at you maybe and like points okay. the spell at you maybe. Yeah, what he's like do he's like using the wand as if it was like an orchestral baton. Oh, like a conductor's baton. Yeah. <laughs> Rainer, you yeah, now yeah. know this song. Actually, yes. maybe you've known this song forever. Like this is you've got yes. this song memorized Absolutely. front and back. There's there's a specific memory in Rainer's mind of his dad saying to him like Sometimes, sometimes, son, the music, it just seems like it comes to life before your eyes, yes. and you already know it, yes. and all you have to do is play it into the world. And he's just like, I finally understand. <laughs> and I'm going to say, because it's four advantages, Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even think you need to, should I? Like, should you have to roll for that? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah, so. You roll boosts. with a double boost, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're playing fast and loose with the rules today, folks. What's what's the difficulty? I forgot already. I don't know. Three. <laughs> okay. Nathan thought it was going to be three episodes to the end. It's going to be one, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So I've got two successes. I've got six advantages. <laughs> <laughs> Raider. <laughs> Fuck off. Six? <laughs> You, if I stay here with you, girl. You play this song, and you can you and take me actually, higher? Jamie, I'm gonna let you decide this right now. Two yeah, yeah. options. Option one: you and your two companions sprout these magical angel-like wings oh, and descend to wherever you want. Or better yet, you can okay. make anyone you want. Fly okay. up to the top of the crystal with you. Oh, God! I don't know if it's too dangerous to bring Mirjik up here to us. I think it's probably better to send us down where he is. Okay. Plus, then we get the visual of Rainer Quiz in trouble, fucking sprouting wings and flying down the crystal <laughs> yeah. in a haze of anima and music. Yes. And, and those who were there that day could almost swear they heard the voice of Bjorn Bjornsson. You know what, Jamie, when you make the song, let me know and we can get a recording for that properly. We'll get it. We'll get it in there. We'll get the reverb and everything. I'm going to say with your six advantages, you still have these wings when you land. So they will continue on. Not forever. Oh, this is like, insane. Yeah. They will be. You can use them. <laughs> And what's going to happen next? If something happens next. Oh my god, we're flying! Okay, oh! Abu Alab, we are flying right now! This is this is the greatest climbing skill I've ever seen! <laughs> this, is, this is what climbing was always meant to be. Quiss, when he lands, starts to walk towards Mirjik. Yes, they've landed. I think the rest of the party is like in awe. I'm going to yeah, say yeah. the rest of the mages, they've still got their weapons pointed at Mirjik. And I'm going to say Gorgas with Eloise. Um, Abil's probably by the captain, and Leroy is approaching Mirjik as well, cautiously. I think Quist notices that and kind of gives Leroy a nod, but as he's getting closer, he says, you 
trapped me for so long in my own body, and you trapped so many others in so many ways. And now, again, I think it's time for you to just just go back where you came from and just go back inside a box and stay there forever. And he opens up Christopher in front of Mirjik. Now get in. Whoa. Yes. And I think <laughs> his his body is nothing more than like, he's not quite cow sized, but he's maybe like elephant sized dark cloud, just kind of wisping up in the air. And he's only got one free hand and he starts reaching it towards Quiss. And he says, <laughs> even when you have betrayed me, your ass is still fine, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And his like hand is extended forward. This is the darkest timeline. I don't think he's gonna get in the bag though, unless you're trying to persuade him to get in the bag, which is how you've gotten Banus in the bag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think Quiz says Oh my god. Listen, I'm doing you a favor. Those guys back there, they're not gonna let you walk out of here. I'm your last chance. And if you say no, I'm not holding back either. Roll persuasion, difficulty three. Guys, are we at the end of the fight? It's a failure with advantage. Okay. Mm, I think then the advantage will be, I think some of the other mages, they like hear this and they're like ready. They will, they will shoot Mirjik if he tries to do anything. The failure is he's not going to get in the bag. Bummer. He says... Oh, Chris, you're so saucy trying to get me back into your life. I gave you an invitation, Chris. I never left. I was always there with you, my little Chrissy Wissy. But instead, you had to throw a little fitty witty. And I've chosen someone else, Chris. In fact, I've chosen a couple others. Does that make you jealous? Chris, <laughs> are you envious that my Mirjik dwells within others? Uh, growth. Um, n- <laughs> no, I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a, a, an instrument to stroke your ego, Eddie Bor Mirjik. I, I don't. I'll stroke your ego. Okay. Oh my well, god! This is <laughs> this is the worst. This is slowly becoming very pointless. <laughs> what do you? All right, I'll bite. What do you want? Because obviously you're not getting it. So wh- what, did, what did you come here for? Trouble was genuinely about to, like, try to hit him with the sword. I really like this question, though, and I want to hear the answer. And I think Mirjik looks up at Quiss, and he looks at everyone else. I'll roll another d20. Okay, I rolled a seven. Okay. Um, which we haven't done yet. He looks up at Quiss and he says, I want... To change the world, Chris. I want to make something happen, Chris. I don't like that that's the same answer as Leroy. Also, have we never heard this Mirjik voice before? Correct. Huh. That's fun. That seems unlikely. Fun There's only 20 numbers. Thing. I've I've added some new I ones. Oh, okay. Okay, I, I okay. Now and then. It's extremely creepy. And I think he says, And I want... To be free of this pulsing headache. Then he definitely shouldn't have come here. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. You know what? Trouble's like, 
this is what you do when you've been given a sword. Like, he's gonna try to hit Mirjik with this sword. He's gonna try to stab him. Yeah, please, or, make... Or I guess it would be more of a swinging swing. it down. Yeah, swing I it guess. down on him with Endbringer. Yeah, please and, make... and as this is happening, Chris is saying, I tried to give you an out. <laughs> please make a weapon handling roll yep. using blade. Difficulty will only be two at this point. Oh. Okay. He has been weakened severely. For many reasons. Even though in the story I said that Trouble is probably physically more fit than Rainer, he still only has a one in strength and a two in weapon handling, so that's not great. <laughs> but you go up one because of the anima. Hey, you all right. one die, yep. Uh, one more green? Yeah, one more green, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Nathan, yep. I've got two successes, so I've got a success. I love that. I've got one, no, two disadvantages. <sighs> perfect, 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 perfect. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't like when Nathan likes our roles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you should want me to like your roles, right? No, but when you when you when you like them, like you like a tasty dinner to eat and like fill mm-hmm. yourself. Like when you when you like <laughs> when yeah, you're like, oh yes. You uh you swing the sword down yep. upon this winnowing cloud of mirjik and yep. slash at the remaining arm that had been moving, and it kind of just drops to the ground and you see the glowing red eyes that Mirjik had start to twinkle and you see Mirjik smile and then he collapses to the ground and you see the cloud like like fades outward just like um like liquid nitrogen just kind of being poured on the ground and all that remains is just a six-armed cow just on the ground and Trouble says, I told you I was going to kill you. Quis, you, because of your magical power training, we've established this before, sense that there is a power, a force that is now present, that is got nowhere to go. Can Rainer sense it too? Mm, I'm going to say no. Shit. All right. Quis sets Christopher on the ground and opens it up and then kind of holds the the YU wand into the air and almost like a flare just kind of it's got like a little pink like tip to it almost like a beacon and he just kind of guides it down towards the bag as you bring it closer you know your hand shakes a little bit as it's getting closer but like you're still able to control it I'm still you're able to do this and this beacon it, it's clearly grabbed onto something and as it gets closer it is okay. the Mirjik symbol that you are now putting inside of Christopher. Ooh. Sorry, the the power in the air, it went into the bag and there was a symbol there? No, that that was the that that was the physical manifestation of the power as the symbol of Mirjik. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure, 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 sure. So it so it coalesced into like a physical thing and went into the bag. Is that correct? Yeah, visual thing. Okay. And it's in Christopher. There is a a quiet I think Rogue's like is that is that it? I I don't I it seems like it should be. Did we did we get him? Did we win? I think we won. Uh Trouble looks at Rainer and he says Was that did we wait too long? Was that it? Leroy steps forward and he kinda like sighs. Okay. Okay, I was I was I was worried. Quiz I, can I can I see the bag? I mean you can <laughs> you can see with your eyes. No, but can I like can I can I like hold it? You got like your moment to like beat that party and like just kind of want to feel that hmm Quest like nods 
And he he walks over to Leroy and hands over Christopher. Thank you. Okay. Rainer. Yeah. You should eat some bread. <laughs> oh my god. Why would um, he do that in this moment? Oh wow, I'm sure I'm famished after I just need some energy. Quick, eat some... Oh, I got this bread on me, that's nifty. Well, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. Unless we're playing on a meta level again. Because you just told me that Rainer should eat some bread. If we're saying, like, something similar happens to when they were on top of the mountain, and Rainer gets a glimpse or a feeling or something that the writer is, like, messing with him or trying to talk to him, you know? Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then I think Rainer suddenly feels in his mind as if they're the words of a story. Mm. Rainer thought it would be a good idea to eat some of the special bread. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's a weird feeling, but as far as he can tell, it's never been like a completely bad and dangerous thing to do. So very slowly, he does eat some of the yeah. bread. You eat some of the bread, and you're able to see the cords... Some yep. silver, a silver one. Yeah. Going to to Leroy, a silvery looking one to Gror. Leroy's got the silvery. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. You see uh, some bluish looking. I mean, they're still like very similar, but like some bluish ones going to like uh, going to some of the orcs. Um, you see right. one going to Eloise. There's a golden one. You see a golden one. Uh, and then you see you see a hand. You know, as as Leroy's talking, as Leroy takes the bag, and he holds it, and he kind of smiles, and you see the hand grab Leroy's string. Not just pluck it, grab it. You see Leroy jerk his head up, and he turns to to you, Rainer. He says, Huh, I finally get to make a difference. Ah, fuck. And he shoves the bag at the heart of Anima, opening it and just like pushing it in front of it and then drops it to the ground, kind of like steps back as the hand has let go of Leroy. You see that where he had put the bag on the heart of Anima, you see that Mirjik symbol on the heart and it (sighs) soaks into the heart of Anima and the color that was once pink now becomes that darker red and swirls of black and starts and the mist that had been coming from it is no longer this pink mist but now becomes that darker cloud as it ekes outward and the color spreads across the crystal and you see that the crystal is now becoming a dark magical color and you (laughs) and all of your stupid friends are now basking and crying and weeping as you realize you have fallen into magic's my plan from the beginning and now we can really start making a difference Rainer and friends listeners and patrons Jamie and Jake, now, welcome to Night's Quest.